3: We're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show, your early morning shot of sports on 95.7 The Game. Come on!
2: Oh, yes. Welcome in, oh. ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. If you're just getting off work, we are just getting on work, if you're getting ready for school, semester's winding down, this should be your last week or two. Hope you're getting those essays done if you're up bright and early, studying for those tests. Or if you're just hanging out. Hey, maybe you took off work a little early this year. If you're hanging out, you're up early, you're on the East Coast, you're in Europe, you're in everywhere. Because with the Odyssey app, 95.7 The Game, you can listen to me everywhere. Yeah, you don't want to do that sometimes. Yeah, babe. We're in Italy right now, and uh, we're at the, we're in the Amalfi Coast. But Spadone's on. I I gotta listen to this one-hour show. I gotta do it. Thank you. I appreciate all of you, and I appreciate Steph Curry. And unfortunately, he got hurt yesterday. We're gonna get into that as the Warriors fall one twenty-five to one nineteen in Indiana against the Pacers. They are now two and thirteen on the road. We'll get all into that game. Plus tonight, it's a huge night. Why? Because the 49ers can win the freaking division. Thursday night football, Warriors, Seahawks. We'll have all that coverage here for you right here on 95.7 The Game All Day leading you up. And we'll have the pregame and we'll have the postgame. Overtime, Kyle Madsen, Allen Styles, They'll break it all down for you. Double overtime, Evan Giddings and Sterling Bennett. Check that. I don't think they're going to be here at 10 and 11 o'clock. So it'll just be Alan Styles and Kyle Madsen for the overtime, per usual. But it's a huge game. And Brock Purdy, is he playing? Well, it's questionable. At least that's what he's listed. Oblique and rib injury. So we shall see. Short week. I would expect that he does play. Just going off his post-game comments when he said, if, the, if I had to play tomorrow, I would. Now, he's a day removed from saying those comments, and the pain... Could have been massive, so we shall see. If he can't go, it's Josh Johnson. You know Josh Johnson. He's played for damn near every single team in the NFL. AFL, the XFL, guys played everywhere. So he would go if Brock Purdy could not. But we're going to start here today. At 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570, Xfinity Mobile Text Line get involved talk to me we're having a conversation here it's always like that it's our show not just my show you guys are a part of it too so hit me up at 888-957-9570 pacers 125 warriors 119 warriors 2 and 13 on the road they are a game below 500 now they are 14 and 15 and they let the indiana pacers score 47 In the second quarter, 47! Miles Turner, 21 points. Halliburton, 29 points. Heald, 17. Matherin, 24 off the bench. The defense is just non existent for the Warriors. It's just non existent on the road. And they showed flashes. You thought maybe they had turned a corner this past Saturday when they beat the defending Eastern Conference champions and the team that they handled in the NBA Finals, for the most part, and the Boston Celtics. But it doesn't seem to be the case. Now, you can excuse a loss to the Bucs. They're a really good team. Probably one of the top three or four tw- teams in the NBA. Giannis is Giannis. He's the Greek freak. We get it. Size is a problem against that team, and the Warriors' lack of size is a problem. But the Pacers aren't world-beaters. And yes, they beat you at home last week to break your 10 game home winning streak. But it's not this is a good spot. Back end of a back to back. You have Steph, you have Draymond, you got Poole, No Clay, no Wiggins yet, and we are just finally just seeing, I think folks, how important Wiggins is to this team. The adductor strain, what's going on there? It's concerning. Stephen Curry hurts his shoulder yesterday in the third quarter. Here's how it sounded 95 7 the game with Tim Roy.
4: Halliburton to
3: Smith. Runs into Jerome. Goes up. Blocked by Jamichael Green. Looney gets the ball.
2: Curry's Curry. hurt. Curry collided with somebody and he has hurt his left shoulder. His, his shoulder. Oh my yeah. goodness.
3: Bent over at the waist. Curry in real pain here. And this game in Indiana is taking on a very scary turn right now as Curry. Walks over to the bench under his own power, but he is not using that left shoulder for anything.
2: No, he was not. It was not a good look. Scary moment if you're a Dubs fan watching that. And hopefully at worst, it's just a stinger and he's back in a few games, right? But you just look at the schedule, and if you don't have Stephen Curry, and I'm going to guess... Because this is radio, that's what we could do. The next four games are on the road, so you got Sixers tomorrow, Sunday against the Raptors, Tuesday Knicks, Wednesday Nets. So you got a back to back next week. Hopefully Christmas, right? Hopefully Christmas. If it's anything that's minor, hey, you gotta you gotta protect Steph. If he's out for more than a few weeks, a couple months, you're screwed. You're screwed. I'm sorry. This team on the road is just putrid. And you take Stephen Curry away from that, a guy that was already almost dropped forty last night on eleven of nineteen shooting, had thirty eight points, five of ten from the three point line. Seven rebounds, seven assists. Seven boards. Like he was everything to the Warriors last night. Jordan Poole it was nice to see him being more aggressive. Settling for kind of worse shots. I would like them to drive to the cup more. But credit to Indiana. They blocked him a couple times, especially down the stretch there. He dropped 20. DiVincenzo. He's coming along. 15 points for him. 4 10 shooting. 3 6 from the three point line. I liked what I saw from him. And Jermichael Green. Late in that game. He made it a game. It's good to see that for him. Because it's been a tough year beyond the arc for Jermichael Green. And the other green Draymond, <laughs> one point, two rebounds, three assists, one, two, three. Oh, and an ejection too. If you guys didn't see that, does Draymond want to play without Stephen Curry? Like that—that's that's a conversation too. If Steph's going to be out for a while. Because he definitely didn't when he was out for the season a few years ago, back in what was that, twenty nineteen? Twenty twenty. He didn't want to play. Steph got hurt, eh. I'll cruise. You can't cruise this season. Your team's struggling. You have two wins on the road. And both of those wins are against teams that aren't even five hundred. You have no wins on the road against a team five hundred or better. None. If you can't beat good teams on the road, you're not doing much in this league. You're not. So eight at Warriors fans, how concerned are you? Steph Curry's injury? The road woes? Does this look like a championship team right now? Doesn't to me. It doesn't to me. And maybe you'll say, Joe, the West is wide open. We're in December still. Let's relax. Well, Let's just take a look at those standings right now. Warriors. Currently the 10 seed, so you'd be in the play-in game. But it's not like you're distancing yourself away from all these other bottom feeder teams in the West. Timberwolves are just a game behind you. Check that. They're a half game. Lakers are only a couple games back. They've been playing better recently, but still choking at the end. Shout out Anthony Davis at the free throw line. Thunder, are they going to get frisky? Are all these teams at the bottom just going to tank for Wemby? Wembenyama, The French phenom, as I like to call him? There were some jokes on Warriors Twitter last night I was saying. It was like, oh, Steph might be out. Eh, time to tank. What are we doing? Come on. Defending champs need to show some pride. In the lack of effort on defense, this we're a couple months into the season now. Effort shouldn't be a problem, and right now it is for the Golden State Warriors. Here's Stephen Kerr after the game talking about
0: an update on Stephen Curry. He's going to get an MRI tomorrow. He was ruled out midway through the fourth. Training staff told me he wasn't going to play the rest of the night. We'll see how he is tomorrow. I didn't ask about that. I mean, I just trust their judgment. They said he's not going back in and checked in with him briefly, but haven't had a chance to go into detail. Didn't have a chance to go into detail. Hopefully, again, nothing
2: serious. He's going to get an MRI today. Steve Kerr giving the update. So fingers crossed. Nothing serious for Steph Curry. But it's concerning. It's concerning. He's having a hell of a game. He's having a hell of a season. You would hate to see him leave for more than a few games. He's having an MVP-type season. It's that good. It's that good, folks. So 888 957 your concern level right now for the Golden State Warriors, Stephen Curry, the road woes, the defense, it's just a mess. It's a mess, and it always feels like it's one step forward, two steps back with this team. Again, we go back to past Saturday, you handled the Boston Celtics. Jason Tatum didn't do anything against you. The defense was lively, and this was out without Wiggins, by the way. And that's what neither feather, bigger feather in the cap of Warriors fans are like, we did this without Andrew Wiggins, the second most important player on the Warriors during the finals last season, other than Stephen Curry. Boy, do they miss Wiggins right now. It's, It's evident. The defense, the consistent offense, everything. Wiggins is sorely missed, and hopefully he is back on this road trip soon, because the Warriors desperately need him. And if Stephen Curry's out and Andrew Wiggins is out for an extended period of time, well, Jordan Poole and Klay Thompson show at that point. Jordan Poole needs to be the scorer. Klay needs to be smarter with the ball. And Draymond's got to be more engaged. Can't get ejected. That was a winnable game towards the end there. And if Draymond was on that floor, they might have been able to steal it. But you know what? Draymond's like, eh, Steph's out. Yeah, this game's over. It wasn't. Have some belief in your teammates. Come on, Dante Divincenzo. Guys playing hard every single play. Kaminga. The stat line won't show up, but I thought he had a solid game. The shooting wasn't great. Four thirteen, nine points. I like the activity around the boards. He didn't give up. He didn't quit. Show some pride. Show some pride. Here's Steve Kerr on his message to his team during the half
0: my message to the group was it's about competing it's about weathering the storm this has been a tough start to the season we're in a tough stretch maybe it's going to get tougher if steph's out for a little while i mean if he's out it'll for sure get tougher but you just got to persevere you just keep playing and you keep fighting it's a long season thing i'm very very confident about is if we're healthy we feel like we can beat anybody i think this team has proven that and so our job is to to get there we've got to find a way to navigate this season continue to bring along the young guys i thought both jk and and moses did a great job tonight so fun to see them grow you know we've got to continue to find rotations that that make sense as guys are in and out injury and just keep fighting and if we do that feel good about our team long term even though it may be a, a rocky ride to get there maybe a rocky ride to get there
2: especially if stephen curry's out for an extended period of time again stephen curry injured his shoulder last night against the pacers in a loss and he's having an MRI today on the left shoulder. 888 957 9570 mobile text line from the 415. Stop treating Clay like Steven Strasberg or else load manage into a play-in game. Well, if Stephen Curry's out for an extended period of time 415, I would expect Clay Thompson, who has said by the way that he would like to play back to backs. It's more it seems like an organizational uh, thing with Clay you know, coming off two major injuries, still ramping back up, hasn't even played a full year in the NBA. So listen, it'd be great. It would be great. I'm not holding my breath, but you never know. If Stephen Wiggins are out for a while, they might need to. You might need to lean on Clay. Because at that point, your consistent offense, it would be Clay Thompson and, and Jordan Poole. And Let's just say they've been inconsistent to say the least this season, and they have been a target for a lot of the fan base. So, again, Stephen Curry out for an extended period of time. You need Wiggins back badly. You need him back. His defense, his help defense, his consistent offense, I think it would be a calming storm for a lot of these bench players, guys like DiVincenzo, who's been playing well. Kaminga, I would love to see more Kaminga. The energy that he brings, to It's infectious. And you heard Steve Kerr just talk about it in that clip. It's an effort. Do you want to play? Do you want to win? Pacers showed up. They dropped 47 on your ass in the second quarter. Right? That was basically the game. You're down 20 at halftime. Thanks to Steph, you had a chance. Dropping 38. Do you want to win? That's what it comes down to in this league. Wanting it more. And usually the cream rises if you have the talent plus the want. It's a good recipe for success. 415. Spending mobile text line. Antics like that is why you shouldn't trust giving Dre a contract extension. Interesting. I think you speak for a lot of Warriors fans, 415. There's a good portion of the fan base that are tired of Draymond Green's antics. And maybe it's not a good portion. 888-957-9570. Xfinity mobile text line. Is Draymond Green wearing you down? Right? We was, they, they won the title, but it just goes back to this season and what happened right before. The punch heard around the world. Jordan Poole. We get all that. It's just, it was a dark cloud for a long time. It still feels like this team. I don't, it's, it's something. It's something. And we thought they had turned a corner. We thought they had turned a corner. That win on Saturday, again, primetime, first primetime ABC game of the year. 5.30, Chase Center, finals rematch. Tatum, MVP frontrunner, apparently. Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. And you handled them. There was not one point in that game last Saturday that I felt like, oh, Celtics got a chance. No, Warriors dominated them. And then they just need to bring that same intensity on the road. And I know it's harder for the role players, but that's an effort level for those guys. They have to want it as well. DiVincenzo, I've been seeing a lot from him. He wanted it last night. I liked him in the starting lineup. Kaminga, he wanted it. Jermichael Green, who's been struggling mightily this season from the three-point line and on defense, he wanted it last night. Moses Moody, Love seeing that. 13 points, 5 of 6 shooting. Give me more Moses. I don't know what's happened with him in the rotation. Was it a lack of confidence? Not sure, but I need to see more... Of the young guys. Moody. Kaminga. Need to see more of them. 650 Xfinity Mobile text line on Draymond Green. Draymond's not wearing me down. He is a needed cog for this team to work. Could he be better? Yes. But tell me who in the NBA can do what he does for Golden State Warriors. Well, 650, he gave you a 1 point, 2 rebounds, and 3 assists yesterday. I think there are a lot of people that could do that. And if he's not engaging on the defensive end, and he's giving up those stats, it's he's not helping you. That's the problem. And I understand the bottom line for this team is just getting to the playoffs, and they'll ramp back up. But the problem is you're not winning on the road, and if you're not going to win on the road for the whole regular season, what gives you the confidence that you're going to do it in the playoffs? Right? What gives you that sort of confidence? Especially if you're going to be a seed, that's going to be on the road more often than not. You're not going to have that home field advantage, that home court advantage. Seven oh seven to my point. Expanding mobile text line. When you have a one two three stat line in over thirty minutes, maybe antics are all you have left. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because those guys on that team need Draymond out there. That was a game they could have won last night, and it's frustrating if you're watching that as a Warriors fan. Again. Just get a win on the road. Build some momentum. You had a stinker against the Milwaukee Bucks. A game in which the best player on the Bucks didn't even play that well and he still had 30 points and Giannis Antetokounmpo. You're trying to get revenge against the Pacers after they snapped your 10-game winning streak at home. And to get ejected like that? For what? Just because? You saw Steph getting out? Well, When you get ejected from a game and you're an athlete that's important, it better be worth it. It better fire up the rest of that team. Because to the Xfinity Mobile Text Line's point, and to the 6 5 point, when he was saying he's a key cog that Draymond Green is for this team, he's a key cog. But the cog doesn't work. The machine, the clock, whatever, doesn't work if one of the cogs busts out. If the ribbon gets shot. If the bolt gets loosened and falls off. That's what happens with Draymond Green far too often, and he's getting tired. He's getting real tired. Four oh eight. Xfinian on Draymond is one of the leaders of the team with Clay out and Steph getting hurt. It's his job to step up and lead the young guys. Absolutely, he needs to be a leader. But again, this is a very complex situation. I feel like, and the that dynamic in that locker room. We, we may have moved on the uh from the punch, maybe in the public eye, like we just, eh, that was a couple months ago, whatever. I don't know if you can ever move on from that, if you're in that locker room and looking at Draymond Green. So can you lean on him to be a leader if Stephen Curry and Wiggins is out? Good luck. That's all I'm going to say. I need Klay Thompson to step up. I know he didn't play last night, but he may have to do some back-to-backs if Steph and Wiggins are going to be out for this foreseeable future. We don't know that. Again, Stephen Curry injured his left shoulder last night. He will be getting an MRI today. We're hoping. It's nothing too serious, but he did leave the game in the third quarter last night as the Indiana Pacers defeated the Golden State Warriors 125-119. to Warriors, they are now 14-15 and on the year and 2-13 and on the road. They have yet to beat... A road opponent with a five hundred or better record this season. Six five oh Xfinity Mobile Text Line. It was BS from Draymond. They needed him and he just quit. I agree. I agree. Here's Steve Kerr talking about the rotation last night after the game.
0: We needed more space on the floor. We just couldn't get anything going in the first half. I think we had 52 points and down 20. We had to change just the feel, the vibe of the game. And so J.K. gave us a good boost, gave us a little more of a dive threat to the rim. And then that created some some spacing for other guys, too. And um, as I said, I, I thought the biggest change was not the lineup. It was just our mentality. And I liked the way the guys competed together.
2: And here's Steve Kerr after the game talking about Jordan Poole and the young guy's performance
0: biggest thing with jordan that we've been trying to to work on with him is just slow down he just gets in a rush he's got so much ability i think sometimes it's the guys with the most ability when they're young who actually make the most mistakes because they're trying to learn what they can and can't do and he's so gifted he's so fast and shifty that he frequently is getting himself into trouble just by being in a rush so we're trying to slow him down and it's all going to come with experience he's still a very young player and as i said i, I was really pleased with his effort and that that second half just competing and, and making plays and and fighting it wasn't a great shooting night for him but he but he kept playing and that's the most important thing every single night is to keep playing and just understand that every individual on the team everybody's energy and body language it just fuels the rest of the guys so we need everybody to bring that juice night in and night out and you can't can't let mistakes or results affect you and affect the team and that's we got a lot of young guys who are who are learning that
2: now they're definitely learning unfortunately and it's at the warriors expense on the road because they're struggling mightily chase center it's a whole different animal play well at home good things happen generally but on the road that's where you make your money it's where you make your bones in this league winning on the road in these long road trips and right now the warriors are struggling you look at this road trip currently Lost to the Bucks. lost to the Pacers. It doesn't get any easier at Philly tomorrow. Joel Embiid and company. Warriors-Raptors Sunday in Toronto. Always tough going through customs, different country, whatnot. It's never easy. Then you got Knicks-Nets back-to-back next Tuesday and Wednesday. Not easy. It's not easy. The parity in this league, it feels like it's at an all-time high. And that you can lose to any team on any given night. And maybe that's the case always for basketball. Player gets hot here and there. But you've seen in the past, when there's just a one really good team or a couple really good teams, they handle them. This year, it feels like everyone can lose to everyone. Unless not named the Boston Celtics or Milwaukee Bucks. But again, Celtics got handled on Saturday. They got blown out against the Clippers after that. They should have lost to the Lakers. They blew it hugely to them. And then Lakers just gagged it at the end there. But after the Celtics and Bucks in that Eastern Conference, you look at all the losses. Cavs, 11 losses. Nets, 12. Sixers, 12. Knicks, 13, right? Like, it's. Parity's at an all time high. And you can't take these teams for granted like you did in the past. Thank you, Joe, the Butcher Boy Shasky, for bringing me this coffee this morning. I needed it. Thank you. This helps me out. Because I'm on a downer right now talking about this Warriors team. Spadoni. Giants! Giants! Oh, Shashi wasn't here yesterday, so he did not get to react to that Correa news. Alan Stiles informed him. He did a hell of a job. Thank you to Alan Stiles, who will be on with Kyle Madsen tonight for overtime. So tune in after the game with the 49ers Seahawks. Hopefully the Niners glitch the division tonight. A win, and they get the NFC West. So we'll have all of that to talk about all day right here on 95.7 The Game, all the coverage after that game right here with overtime with Alan Styles and Kyle Madsen. We're going to take a quick break. Come on back. We're going to talk more about that game. 49ers Seahawks, do a little preview. Brock Purdy, questionable. Oblique and rib injury. We'll see if he's good to go. How's that running game looking for the Seahawks? Kenneth Walker's back. That rookie's a baller. He's been f- killing it in fantasy this year if you're playing fantasy football So he's back off of an ankle injury. That's huge for them. So we'll dive more into the matchups of that game right here on 95.7 The Game. This is the pregame show with Joe Spadoni.
3: Back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game.
2: Oh, let it snow, let it snow. Wish it snowed here. Actually, no, I don't. Check that. Pre-game show, Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game. I think one of the many blessings that we all have here in Northern California and in the Bay Area is that it doesn't snow, and that's why so many people, like I know Stiney from the East Coast, Pennsylvania guy, you can't get better weather than this year-round. It's basically the same year-round. Yeah, it may get a little wet occasionally in the winter time. That's fine. You can deal with rain. Rain's not a problem, Six inches of snow, that's a problem. It's a huge problem. Stephen Curry's shoulder is also a huge problem. He'll get an MRI on it today as the Warriors fall to the Pacers, 125-119. to 119. They are now 14-15 and 15 on the year, 2-13 and 13 on the road. Again, if you're just joining us, third quarter, Stephen Curry injured his left shoulder. Didn't look good. Went out late in that third quarter, and didn't come back. Spirited effort toward the uh, end there for the Warriors. Jamichael Green making some threes. Moses Moody, Kaminga, DiVincenzo playing hard, even though Draymond Green just felt like he needed to get ejected out of that game for some reason. But that's neither here nor there. We're going to shift our attention, and we'll get back to a little Warriors-Pacers talk when Joe Shasky joins us for a little crosstalk here in about, oh... 10 minutes or so, 15 minutes. He's fired up. He's just I heard him yelling, recording a video in the other room. He's fired up about Correa and that signing. So I want to get his thoughts on that, obviously. Still huge news for the Giants. And still work to be done in the offseason for them as we continue to monitor the hot stove. But the game of the night and the game of the weekend in sports with a potential clincher tonight in football is happening up in Seattle. 49ers taking on the Seahawks. Brock Purdy... Mania, headed to Seattle. And what's the weather going to be like? Let's take a look right now. Speaking of weather, we just played Let It Snow, Let It Snow. Is it going to be raining? Is it going to be raining in Seattle? Doesn't look like it. It's looking like a perfect night. Might be a little little chilly, but that's all right. It's currently 33 33 degrees up there. I'm probably getting to the 40s or 50s tonight. It's fine. You can deal with cold Rock Pretty played at Iowa State. Those winter games got cold all the time He's fine. He gets it. But Thursday night football, coupled that with some cold weather, divisional game, I like the under here. And Right now, the 49ers are road favorites, three-point favorites on the road in Seattle. What are your keys tonight's game at 888 957 Xfinity Mobile Text Line? Is it just playing good defense, running the ball, and everything will take care of itself? Seems like that's a good recipe for the 49ers as of late. You get pressure on the defensive side. Maybe you cause a turnover here and there. The Geno Smith magic has seemed to have worn off a little bit. It was a nice story. It was cute. But they've struggled losing two of their last three. They can't run the ball. They can't stop the run, which is not a good recipe for success against this San Francisco 49ers team. But, like I mentioned prior to the break, Kenneth Walker... He's a beast. And if you could shut him down and force Geno Smith to throw, and yes, he's got good weapons, lock in DK Metcalf. You know them. We all know them. They're a hell of a players. DK Metcalf, physical freak. TO Light. But you get that pressure and you cause the turnovers like you've been doing. It's going to be a rough night in Seattle for those Seahawks and those birds. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero four zero eight 957 408 from Tony C what's the over under set at? Well Tony I'll let you know. 43 points the over under. I like the under in that one. this this one reeks of 24 10 49ers. 2410 sounds about right. I think they handled the Seahawks throughout most of this game. I think they get a couple turnovers. McCaffrey gets a couple touchdowns. Let me see some Jordan Mason towards the end. Excuse me. And I think they handle this game. But, and it's a big but, shout out Kim Kardashian. What's Brock Purdy's status going to be? Oblique, rib injury, questionable I've been been seeing a lot of articles. Josh Johnson, he could go this week. I don't know. If you're Brock Purdy, and you've just had the greatest start to a career that you could think of, beating the GOAT Tom Brady at home and handling him and outshining him in front of your entire family, and in front of Tom's entire family, for that matter. I'm not giving that up. Hell no, I'm playing through this, coach. Sorry. Sorry. We got a chance to clinch tonight, Thursday. And at that point, if you win the division... You have one home game set in the playoffs. That's all you could ask for at this point. Now, you can get greedy towards the end here. And you have some definite, winnable games down the stretch. If you're the 49ers, the hardest probably being this next week, on Christmas Eve, against the Washington Commanders. Taylor Heineke, he's got swag. That defense is rolling. Scary Terry McLaurin. They're a good team. After that, you got the Raiders, who, yeah... They're play. they in every game, it seems like. Other than that one Saints game where they got shut out against Dennis Allen and Andy Dalton. God. But they're getting Waller and Renfro back. Adjust your fantasy lineups accordingly. Looks like they're going to be back this week when the Raiders take on the New England Patriots at home in Vegas. And then you got the Cardinals to end the season if you're the 49ers. No Kyler Murray. Their GM. He just took a leave of absence, Steve Keim, the general manager of the Arizona Cardinals. And it's a health-related leave of absence. Not going to speculate that. Hopefully, everything's all right with him. You'd hate to see anything like that, health-related, mental or physical. But they're a dumpster fire. Kyler's out for a year, maybe out for next year. Kingsbury, looks like his days can be numbered even after getting an extension. So again, it's not a must-win tonight, but it feels damn good, and you can rest some of your players these last few weeks of the season, especially Debo Samuel. Says that he'll be back for regular season. That's what the reports were. One to three weeks. MCL sprain, ankle sprain. But hey, if you win tonight, you don't have to rush him back, ease him back in, Yes, the number 2 seed in the conference would be nice. You're only a game back with the Vikings. But hey, let's take it game by game. Kyle Shanahan's no dummy. He knows that he needs all of his players healthy when it matters most. And the reason why they didn't advance last year is because his quarterback's arm has fallen off. That was one of the main reasons. Trent Williams, he had an injury last season that hampered him. Against the Rams, Aaron Donald and Co., Vaughn Miller, all those guys. So health is the name of the game for the 49ers this, at this point moving forward. Brock Purdy, keep that guy safe and upright. He's looking like a veteran in this league after just a game and a half. It's pretty wild. But tonight, could get a little tough for him. I'm not going to say that it's not going to be tough for the 49ers offense. I do think they win this game. I just said 24-10. to 10. I think they pull away late. But Pete Carroll, he's crafty. He's been in this league a long time. He's a defensive guy. He's going up against a guy he hasn't seen before and Brock Purdy. Not a lot of tape on him. I'm expecting a lot of exotic looks. Some blitzes off the edge. Trying to get this guy flustered. Expect that 12th, ma- uh, that 12th man rather, to be loud. Try to rattle Brock. Because Brock hasn't played on the road yet. He has not played on the road. It's a short week. He's injured. This could be a recipe for a pick here or there, a fumble here or there, and I would not be shocked. I would love to look at the prop bet for that one. And maybe I'll get for you on the other side. The over-under on turnovers for Brock Purdy tonight. If it's a half, I'm taking the over. If it's one and a half, oh, probably still take the under. I think he gets one. Whether it's a pick or a fumble, I think a turnover happens tonight with Brock. Happened last week, it was called back by penalty, so wasn't on his official resume but well, let me know at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570 your keys to the game for a 49ers victory for a clinching a division clinching Thursday night football matchup potentially for the 49ers as they head up to Seattle to take on Geno Smith Pete Carroll Kenneth Walker and those boys DK Metcalf Tyler Lockett all of them all of them all things considered if you're a Seattle Seahawks fan by the way you've had a pretty good year you thought you were going to be a laughing stock this season, and the real laughing stock is the guy you traded in that team to the Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson. They're a joke and a disgrace to the NFL. And so, no matter what happens, Seahawks fans, at least you're not that dumpster fire. At least you got that going for you. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570, Xfinity Mobile Text Line if you would like to get involved. we got one more segment coming up here for you. Joe, the Butcher Boy Shask, he's going to join me. Co-host of the Morning Roast, Bonte Hill, he's going to join me for a little crosstalk. Again, we have all your 49ers Seahawks coverage today right here on 95.7 The Game. we got overtime with Alan Styles and Kyle Madsen right after the game, so don't go anywhere. This is the place to be for all your 49ers coverage, your Warriors coverage, And the Giants, who signed Carlos Correa to a massive extension yesterday. We'll talk about that and more with Joe Shasky next. This is the pregame show. Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game.
3: Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game.
2: Have a holly jolly Christmas here. On the pregame show, Joe Spadone. you got one more segment before tossing over to Bonte Hill. And this guy, Joe the Lubitschewski, who joins me every day here for a little crosstalk Monday through Friday, about 545-ish. And Joe, you're fired up, man. Carlos Correa is a San Francisco Giant. Alan Stiles, thank you to him for filling in for you yesterday. But I didn't get the Joe... Butcher Boy Shasky, authentic reaction. I kind of heard it when I was on a little bit when you were recording the video. It sounded great and fired up.
3: Okay, so I've been talking about Carlos Correa all year. Sam and I have done the pod. pod. Sam, how many times have I said Carlos Correa's name? A lot. A lot of people <laughs> want Trey Turner, and, and I get that because you watch Trey Turner play with the Dodgers. You've seen him play against the Giants almost 20 times this year, and he's a, he's a great player. I'm not, I'm not denying. Carlos Correa, here's why I like this signing on the variety of levels. Is there risk? Of course there's risk. There's tremendous risk. Risk with everything. All right, this guy's had back injuries. He's a bigger guy. I don't know how he's going to age when it comes to the position. But you're getting his best years. That's number one. Because I do believe that 28 uh, through 32 is not what it used to be in baseball. I actually think you're going to get better years out of guys like him. He's an embracer of analytics, which that culturally fits in with what this organization's ethos is currently. The big thing for me, you needed to be more athletic. And I I love Crawford. People think that just because you're a gold glover means that you're athletic. No, it doesn't. I love Craw. His range has not been as good as it once was. That's not a knock. He's 35. All right. Now, when you can't shift, that to me is the game changer no one's talking about in baseball. A lot of guys who never played the game talk about the game a lot. If they don't understand the way the game has been played over the last seven or eight years, shifting is a monumental part of defense. Yes. The, the, the main strategy now in defense, at least was, was shifting guys around so you didn't have to be as athletic moving left to right. Correct. I'm very interested to see what baseball, bigger bases, so it's a shorter distance um, between home plate and first, first and second. I mean, how many bang bang plays are there in baseball?
2: It's going to be fascinating too to see guys who are just dead pull guys like, right? like 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 Olson, Gallo, like how about up, up the middle. Yeah, exactly up the middle. Great point. Nothing more frustrating than the shift year when it was like up the middle used to be a hit growing up every single time. Every time, like
3: what the hell? When I was working <laughs> in the cage, you'd try to hit right back up the middle and hit the pitcher, yes. the pitching shield, as the, the yes. fence or whatever you want to call it. The, the guard. Net thing, Yeah. Um, I mean, this guy's a stud, all right? 270 to 290 is the new 300 in baseball, like, in terms of bad numbers. Because of the – I think he's going to benefit from the shift, too. Oh, Totally. Yeah. The other thing here, uh, defense up the middle, leadership. you got to have leadership in this clubhouse. They had no leadership. I, I love Crawford. He's a great, great, great player. The, the last thing I think of when I think of Crawford is like outspoken, thump-your-chest leader. They needed a guy like that. They needed swagger. Pablo Sandoval playing once every four days when he got bought out and brought back was one of your vocal leaders? Like, that's... That, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love Pablo. He yes. cannot be in that role. So I love this from a leadership standpoint. You have a ton of guys in the farm system right now who are of Latin descent. You need someone for those young players to not only assimilate with, but to gravitate towards. And yes. so I think that this is just an unbelievable move. Again, tremendous risk, but you know what? No risk it, no biscuit, baby.
2: No, absolutely. And, and just if you're a fan of this team and if you're a, a free agent as well, looking at the Giants like, Hey, Oh, they got Carlos Correa. What? Oh, he wants to come there. Maybe I should look into doing that. Machado right? did that. Machado, exactly. It's like, oh wait, Hos-
3: why didn't Eric Hosmer sign with the Padres? Did you know Machado can opt out and be a free agent? I... Did you know that? I did not know that. Nor did I. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just but, but but for example, and then like all of this this consternation about Brandon Crawford switching positions. For Christ's sake, if you play baseball at any level, all right, and you're a baller. You can move positions. I watched Craig Biggio play three different positions at a gold glove level. All right? I watched Alex Rodriguez after winning two gold gloves. This is the thing no one gives Alex... Joke. by the way, yeah, I know where are going. Derek Jeter, come on, dude. No, but, but but why don't we give Alex Rodriguez the appropriate respect? He yeah. wanted to win. Yes. He moved to third base. He was the better shortstop. Uh, way better, by the way. Uh-huh. Thank <laughs> you. And then became a gold-glove third baseman. All right? We we forget about these things. We selectively yes. hype up some people and others. There have been throughout the history of the game, whether it's Omar Vizquel going to second base, Kyle Ripken going to third base. If you're a great player, you move over. Yes. Bonds once played center field. Yeah. And then he moved to right. Yes. I, excuse me. Then he moved to left. Uh, Griffey, center field, moved to right. Things happen. If you're a ball player, if Crawford wants to win and he's about the organization, you slide over for a year. His legacy is not going to be tarnished whatsoever. And,
2: yeah. Crawford's not the kind of guy who's like, oh, I'm going to be so disappointed in her. What? I was like, no. He wants, like,. After two years ago, I think that heightened everything around him. Like, he's like, I had the greatest year I've ever had. I was an MVP type yes! candidate. We won 107 games. I know I still have more left than the tank. Yeah, I was a down year last year. But if it takes me moving over to third for us to get back to that plateau. 100%
3: absolutely and i think this is this is one of those like again it's not the fountain of youth where he's going to go back to being 28 years old but like let's call it what it is dude if you just play 120 games and bat your normal 220 to 240 like longoria could not play more than 60 games at third base oh my god right and here's the thing there's so much inventory of games you can play him in a variety of ways he doesn't have to exclusively play third base now absolutely. the left side of your infield with a pitching staff that wants to put the ball on the ground when you're a Logan Webb uh, led team all right as staff, the ball is going to be on the ground. He throws a heavy ball. You need to have great defenders on the infield. What was the hallmark of winning championships for this organization? Pitching and defense. Okay, here's the last thing I'll say. As much as we desperately still need a power right-handed bat, we still, I think, are are deprived of power right-handed bats. The number one thing that I would have always tried to build on this organization with that ballpark, Melky Cabrera proved it. Slap hitters who hit for average down the lines and into the gaps can thrive at AT&T Park.
2: He got me the number one seed in fantasy that year when he has an M V P type seed. No season. one
3: talks about that year. He was so good. I was batting like three fifty. I know he was on Roids, but
2: God he was so he was such an important part of that team. He was incredible. He was absolutely and unreal. And
3: I, I just think Korea fits everything that we're looking for. And then most importantly, take a step back like this is an organization, and I know of recent memory it hasn't represented that, we represent culture and diversity. Yes, well in Bay Area as well, yes. And, and so it was so great for them to have this kind of a guy come to the Giants, because I think that it signals A, they're willing to spend, B, they're willing to look within themselves and and, and tell one of, this is why you brought Fourhorn in, to make tough decisions, like Craw, we love you, slide over. Like, that's <laughs> literally why you brought him in. Yes. Um, and then, obviously, to have this guy be the catalyst of your team and be the centerpiece of the pillar, I'm as you can tell, I'm excited. Does it come with risk? Of course it does. Yes. Do most of these 13-year deals age well in year 9, 10, 11, 12? No, they probably don't. But like that being said, at 6364, him sliding to third or second as he starts to get older, it's not the worst thing in the world.
2: No, and, and I was interested a lot of the fan base yesterday. I shouldn't say a lot. There was a good amount though. What? They looked at the signing and was like, "That's nice." He's not judged though. Like so a lot of people are still like, "Listen, Correa, really good player. We've seen him a lot because of the postseason. He's very good. The name isn't hitting them as hard as a guy like an Aaron Judge would. Which I get. is that a
3: fair point? Like I, I no, I get that. In terms of star appeal and selling tickets, no. In terms of impacting wins and losses on a daily basis, yes. do you know what I would say that the, the Yankees' biggest issue is? Up the middle defense. Spark at the top of the lineup. Like, you're literally batting Aaron Judge leadoff or second or third in that lineup because you have no leadoff guy. Yes. Like, Correa can bat second, third, fourth. I, I don't know. Maybe he bats leadoff. Like, you, there's a variety of ways that you can utilize him. And more than anything, they needed a grinder at the top of their lineup. And oh, absolutely! You and, know what I'm talking about—a like no, pitch grinder. No, totally. Well, you
2: see in the playoffs, like this guy is just—he's—he's un- he's nails. Someone made a good point. I forgot—I forget who it is. I'm up on Bonte here. I don't remember your name, but you're out there. <laughs> um, but his postseason success dwarfs Aaron Judge. I know. Like get this guy to the playoffs—he is a stud and one of the best ever. Like it rivals like uh, Reggie Jackson. His numbers in the playoffs. And at this Dodger point. fans
3: hate him. Hate him. I love that. The other A's part, about, fans
2: hate him too, but that's a different, Yes. The other part about this <laughs> that's is perfect rivalry.
3: Uh, you finally have a player that you could say is the best at his position in the entire National League. Yes. Like you can make the argument. Yes, you can make the absolutely. No, I'm yes. not saying that he is. Yes. I'm just saying you can make well, the argument. Well, it's just
2: fascinating. All these guys going like you got you got Turner, Bogarts, yeah. and Swat. Hell, Dodgers might get Swanson after this Swanson's whole thing. Swanson's fine. Like he's I, fine. I, I, no, no, he's, he's fine. fine. No, I'm saying the Dodgers yeah. need to make a splash.
3: J.J. Hardy, to yes.
2: Did you? Bonte brought that guy up yesterday with Machado and him. And uh,
3: no, but like J.J. Yeah. Hardy was a very good shortstop for like three or four years. Yes. But like, I'm not giving Darby Swanson a more any more than a three or four year deal. Or
2: Dansby, for that matter. Would yes, call Darby, Darby. <laughs> <My God. laughs>
3: Ronald Darby. Yeah. No, I was there thinking of uh, Darby Dans. Oh, there it's you go. A spot. <laughs> All Shout right, out South City.
2: From the Giants to the Warriors last night. Oh my! Sorry, I'm so excited. No, no, there's, no, it's great. I just want to catch up with all of you uh, with all the sports right now because we got obviously Niners Seahawks. We're going to get to that in a couple minutes here. But uh, quick thoughts. Stephen Curry obviously injuring his left shoulder. Uh, Draymond Green getting ejected in a game that they ended up could have won and stole that game. It would have been a good game for I think the young guys yeah. of that team. And Draymond getting ejected is really sou- has left a sour taste in my mouth. Well,
3: it did. It, it, I mean, it's so predictable. I mean, I saw it is. It, it is. I mean, line. we should see it coming, but like, come on, man. I know. I'm not even mad at Draymond today. Obviously, <laughs> I know you're so, you're on cloud now I am. Giants. I'm i get like, it. I have yes. no energy for negativity. Yes. Look, obviously, the Steph Curry thing, season's on the line. I mean, if he has any kind of ligament damage, th- this could change everything dramatically. And wouldn't it be the Warriors' luck to somehow <laughs> get themselves a lottery ball and get Wimbae on? I,
2: you know, I mentioned that earlier. I was like, are you kidding, Warriors fans? I you know. cannot be thinking
3: lottery at this no, point. No, but, but here's here's the other. This the six lining. months removed from a champion. Championship. Give me this one though. The silver lining. Like obviously, I want Steph to be healthy. That is like duh. Yes. I mean, it's so obvious.
2: He's having a great game. He almost Steve Kerr,
3: Dear God, stop playing Ty Jerome and Anthony Lamb. Just stop. And and this thing that like Wiseman was holding them back. No, Jameis Green is holding them back. Anthony Lamb is holding them back. Play the youngsters. I want to see Kaminga in a in a right now. It's not a starting role, but starter like minutes is what I would say.
2: He gives them a juice. He gives
3: effort. And Steve Kerr talked about it at halftime yesterday. He's like, it's an effort thing with these guys right now. Like, that's all on the road. It's effort. Final possession for the Pacers. Okay? I forget who it was. Divincenzo's guarding whoever. It was Halliburton. Halliburton or the other guard, Oh yeah. Gonzaga, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever. Uh, anyway, the guy's driving. Jamichael Green gives one of those lazy swipes. Dog. Naismith. Yeah. Dog. It's the end of a possession. The now clock's har- ticking down. Sorry. Double. Like you're supposed yes. to be a veteran. Double. Like we could scream to are blue in the face. Like the youngsters are holding them back. No. Steve Kerr's insistence on playing a bunch of mediocre, no upside guys is killing them right now. And obviously, they miss Wiggins.
2: Yes, absolutely. And I and I have been impressed with defense. Vincenzo. He plays hard. He's, Vincenzo. Been, he's been playing great lately. I agree. Jordan Poole, I I like them taking a lot of shots. He needs to be more something's better. Up. Something's up. 8 of 22, 1 of 7 from three-point line. But he, I did like uh, towards the end there, and now it didn't work because Miles Turner blocked him a couple times, some other guys. But driving to the rack, if it's not falling, I do, I like seeing that more because he is athletic. And more often than not, he does finish at the rim. So I do like that that aspect of it. But yeah, something's up from the three-point land from him. This,
3: not good. This is going to sound... Um, like, not, not sadistic, because no one wants Steph hurt, but it might not be the worst thing for them to figure themselves out when it comes to the youngsters and Jordan Poole ascending to the top. Uh, Jordan Poole, something's up. He needs to either feel empowered or get on a rhythm here. And if Steph's out, let's just say he's out a week or two, right? That, which would be
2: to Like, that's what I said. Maybe, if at worst, if he's out for the road trip, comes back for Christmas Day, that'd be great, right? Yeah, as long as
3: it's not ligaments, right? Yes. Like, that's the number it's one thing. Hopefully, a stinger or something. But let's say he's out for a week or two, or maybe three weeks. Yeah. Can Jordan Poole step up and, and keep the ship afloat? He's going to need to. It's going to be him and Clay, it's right? It's a lot to ask.
2: It's a lot to ask. And, and I'm not counting on Draymond Green to be helping out no. if Steph's not there, right? We saw no. that that whole year when Steph was out. Yes. Right? So we'll get into more of that later. I know Joe Shasky and Bonte Hill will. They're coming up on the morning
3: roast. Uh, quick prediction, Shasky, real quick. You like the Niners to clinch tonight? Who, me? And who, are you? I mean, is Purdy going to play? Ooh. Are we going to go Josh Johnson? Google I still 40. like him if they have Johnson. Is that terrible? No, it's not. <laughs> I love him too, and uh, no Debo as well. I can't believe we're here. we with a third or maybe four-string quarterback, no Debo Samuel, and we're like, yeah, Niners should win tonight. That's actually. I well, feel very worried,
2: actually. And I was talking. I was actually breaking it all down real quick, and, I, and I, we need to break here in a second. Yeah, but sorry. Uh, real- no, 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 it's okay. But fucking your ear off. You got the you got the cold weather, short week, quarterbacks hurt, uh, division rival, Pete Carroll. This could be the recipe for Brock Purdy to throw like a couple picks tonight, or some fumbles. Like Why that's all. Why are you
3: awesome. doing this to this like, me? Why are you doing this to me? What? I'm just saying. You know that's that Bontes what? flying there right after the show. Oh, hey, the weather's gonna be fine though. It's just gonna be cold. That, I looked it up. No
2: rain. Should be fine. On ninety-five-seven, the game.